0: They didn't get the sweep. They never get the sweep. But they've been playing some better ball of late. And some of that has been fueled by players you might not think will be around for when the baseball gets relevant. Good morning to you. Good Friday morning. I'm Dayan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. And this is Daily Shot of Pirates. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into Football and or hockey. I also offer up daily shots of Steelers and Penguins right where you found this. The Pirates did lose. That was predicted multiple times on yesterday's show, by the way. With no joy and also no malice. Just That's just how it goes. Cincinnati 1, Pittsburgh 0. And the Pirates are left with an 0 and 14 record when going for a sweep which sounds so very bad in part because it is so very bad however however it is fair to point out i think that 5 of the last 8 series the pirates have done this thing where they've won the first two games and lost the third. And, you know, as Brian Hayes put it whenever I brought this up with him after the game, that's not necessarily a terrible thing. Obviously, you haven't had a sweep this season. uh, But of late, you've done a lot more winning than you've done losing. Is is that more important to you than getting a sweep? Yeah, I mean, um, whenever whenever you're at home, whenever you can get two out of three and then... Whenever you're on the road, if you can get a game or two, or um, that's how teams make the playoffs. So, um, I mean, yeah, we haven't had a sweep all season, but, um, I mean, as of late, we're playing really good baseball. Pitching's there. Hitting is there. So, um, I mean, that's all we can ask for and just put together good at-bats and um, try to limit walks and things of that nature, and that'll put us in a good position to win ball games. Can't argue any of that can't argue any of that. You also can't argue that this stretch for the pirates in which they've won 6 out of their last 9, 12 out of their last 25 if you want to go back a little further has really highlighted some of their older guys. And I understanding that, you know, when you're talking about older On this particular roster, you're talking about people who are either like approaching 30 or just barely over it. There's no really older guys. And that's also not to suggest that big-time future pieces like Hayes, like Brian Reynolds, like David Bednar, haven't made significant contributions as well. But when I think of the past month or so, I'm thinking about Yoshi Tsutsugo. I mean, how do you not... How do you not think of him? The seven home runs, the nearly 1,000 OPS that he's had since coming to Pittsburgh. I don't know if it's real. I don't know if it's sustainable in either the baseball sense or the financial sense, meaning he's going to be a true free agent this winter, and he would appear to be a far better fit for an American League team than a National League one, given his defensive shortcomings. So I don't really know what to think of that. But I do think of him when I think of why this team's done better. I think of Ben Gamble. How do you not think of Ben Gamble? He's in your face every single day. Sometimes it's the bat. Sometimes it's his reckless defense. And I say that in both senses because... He'll dive for balls he doesn't have to, but man, when he gets them, it sure is a lot of fun. Yesterday went two for three with a walk, a steal. Guy's just a ball player. Guy's just a ball player. Chris Stratton has stepped up as the closer. He's 31 years old. The Pirates still control his rights for another couple of years through arbitration. He's another one. That's an absolute bleeping no-brainer that Stratton will stay and be part of the mix. He's been a big part of what's happened in the past month. What about Wilmer Defoe? The big hero a couple nights ago. With that exceptional base running, you got to see how beloved he is by his teammates with the reaction to that run that he scored for the walk-off win. But what's probably gone unnoticed by comparison is that he leads the major leagues in pinch hits with 15. Leads the major leagues. It's not nothing, you know? He's bumping into 30 years old as well, but you could see a place for him on the 2022 team. I don't think anybody would argue that. And yeah, I know they DFA'd Defoe at one point earlier in the season. He was struggling immensely. But as you heard from Shelton at the time, they couldn't wait to get him back. They just basically sent him down hoping he'd get right and hoping nobody'd pick him up. And that's exactly the way it worked out. I mean, as long as I'm in the age bracket, I can mention Jacob Stallings, too. It's not as if Stallings' job is in jeopardy. But he'll be 32 next year, and yet, in a in a weird kind of way, a young 32 for a catcher in that he wasn't all that active for stretches of his professional career, particularly whenever he was kind of floating in that limbo here in Pittsburgh, whether he'd be the backup, the starter, third stringer, whatever. My stance on Stallings... Ooh, this one's not going to change. Uh, I, I believe in this guy. I believe the Pirates have everything to gain from keeping him around for the foreseeable future. I believe that he is in a unique position using that term in its most precise way. Meaning there's just one of him in the organization who can handle the pitchers the way he does who can defend the way he does, which, by the way, is better than anyone on the planet. What are we up to there? We got five guys there, and I'm kind of throwing Tetsugo in parenthetically because I don't know how or if the Pirates could keep him. But if they could, you'd certainly welcome a bat like that. I would imagine that any team would. Anybody else we like? What about Jason Shreve? Do we like Jason Shreve? Shreve strikes me as one of those guys who anytime he pitches and it doesn't go well, it really, really sticks in your memory. But all the times that he does pitch well, you forget all about it. You know what I'm talking about? It's terribly unfair. But every team's got a couple bullpen guys like that. You know, even the good teams. Guys that actually have good overall numbers, and Shreve does, but at the same time, you just, you're just you still so mad about the one game that he blew forever ago. Shreve is 30 years old, but he's a lefty, which means he's basically like 24 years old. You know, the way those guys go. And Shreve also has his rights retained. So now we're up to either five or six, depending on your Tsutsugo status. And that's maybe more older guys than you would imagine that a team like the Pirates would be carrying from one year to the next. And that can feel a little uncomfortable. You know, I've had some fun on social media repeating again and again and again that Ben Gamble really, really needs to be brought back. It's become more of a meme for me than anything else. And a lot of times, the people who largely don't have a sense of humor will come back with something really serious or angry, saying, why would you bring him back? You lost a hundred games with him. You can lose a hundred games without him. As if that line ever made sense when the Pirates traded Ralph Kiner. That was idiocy- At the time, it remains idiocy today. By that logic, you're also real comfortable trading Reynolds, right? Right? Okay, see what I mean? There are a few older guys who can help. I guess you could call it a bridge. That's not real popular around here ever since Neil Huntington ruined the term bridge year for all eternity, for Pirates fans. But you can look at these guys that way. I I think that's a safe approach to this. And I think in a couple cases, notably Stallings, they could be around whenever all of this turns. Especially Stallings. Jacob Stallings just can't go anywhere. Lifetime contract for Stallings. When we come back, just one question. Welcome back. It's time for Just One Question. That's brought to you always on this program by the North Shore Tavern, directly across Federal Street from PNC Park, home of Steak on a Stone, home of just about anything you'd like on a stone. Also, the home to maybe, maybe the city's best environment for baseball fans. It's a sports bar, it's a restaurant. But more than anything, when you walk in, what you're blown away by, the baseball stuff that's been collected by owner Mike Sukic over the years, it's magnificent. And when you're in there as a Pirates fan, you feel like you're at home. It's not like going into a Steeler's bar and being the one who sheepishly says, hey, can you please put the ball game on? You know, (laughs) when the Pirates are on the road, it's a great place. To see a game, Uh, and that of course is going to be the case for the next ten days for the club, beginning tonight in Miami. Visit North Shore Tavern right across Federal Street from PNC Park. Today's J1Q comes from Adam Perry out in Boulder, Colorado, and Adam asks, Yoshi Tsutsugo's been remarkable with the Pirates. My question is, what is his actual contract status? I've seen that he's arbitration eligible in 2023 and isn't free agent eligible until a few years later, but he's only signed through this year. Please explain the situation and let us fans know what chance you think the Pirates have of keeping Yoshi. I'm really glad you brought this up, Adam, because I also have seen what you're describing. That... Yoshi is this or that with arbitration and free agency. And I'm here to tell you that those assessments are incorrect. What those sites will do, even the best ones like SpotTrack, is they'll put a player in and they'll put in his raw information, amount of big league time, et cetera, et cetera. And. They won't take into consideration, for example, whether or not he's an international player who came from Japan. And there are different rules, different guidelines regarding players who come from Japan. The reason for that is, many years ago, Major League Baseball carved out an agreement with the Japanese leagues that would ensure that those leagues wouldn't just get raided and that you'd ruin Japanese baseball. It's very similar to the arrangement between the National Football League and the Canadian Football League. There's just a totally different set of rules that applies to players who are either coming or going from that league. In Yoshi's case, to your point, Yoshi will, as I mentioned in the first segment, be a free agent this winter. That is something that is universally understood and has been confirmed by Ben Charrington. Why is he here? I don't know. I didn't understand that when it happened. I'm glad that it happened because it's been fun watching him, but I can't begin to understand what purpose it'll serve. For the pirates, other than just kind of helping them get through a couple of months, which almost everybody—no, no, no—everybody expected to be a full-blown catastrophe. That's it, and it didn't cost them anything, money-wise, uh, compensation-wise. They just picked him up, paid him, and put him on the field, and if something more comes of it, Adam. I'll be surprised, because I think it'll take a substantial amount of cash, and even if you drop all of the requisite and understandable cynicism about the pirates ever spending on anything, you'd have to try to figure out what that would be all about. Like, why would you be spending some big chunk of money on a player who's you know, 30 years old and can't defend and you're still not 100% sure that he's going to be able to hit here and you can't base some big contract off of a month's worth of good work. No one would do... Well, okay, the Dodgers can do stuff like that. Maybe the Dodgers will want him back. Maybe that's how this will go. Or the Rays will want him back. I don't know. But... My expectation is that he won't be back. My hope is that he would. My hope is that he would. I like watching guys hit. There's my real cogent analysis of that particular subject. I just like watching offense. It's my favorite thing about baseball. I want to see people hit. Dude can hit. He can really hit. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Pirates, not just today, but uh, all week long and all season long, I can't believe that you do it. And I was saying that back in May and June. Now to be saying it in the middle of September when they're still on a course for a hundred losses. I I don't know how. I don't know how it is that you do it. I don't know why you would press play, but I'm glad that you do. Let's do this again Monday.